Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Digital Decarbonization Podcast brought to you by Aviva. This is a four-part series covering the best practices in digital decarbonization from the definition, the strategy, and the execution. My name is Tom Trapel, and with us again today is Craig Harklerode, Industry Principal for Oil and Gas at Aviva. Now, if you listen to part one of our series, we covered the definitions and dimensions of a digital decarbonization strategy and ended with an understanding of the best practices for where to get started. So specifically today, we'll be talking about the requirements for a digital decarbonization strategy and the elements which enable self-sufficient digital ecosystems within a company. So, Craig, why don't we get started? Thank you for joining us. Well, thanks, and uh, welcome to everyone to uh, to the second podcast. I look forward to providing some really interesting conversation and discussions around digital decarbonization. Craig, when we talk about the requirements for a strategy, you define those, you describe those as being digital enablers. How do you define a digital enabler in a decarbonization strategy, and what qualities should you look for within them? First, I, I want to stress that, that, that it first starts with a business strategy. Okay, those things that are business that the business is prioritizing to leverage leverage core competencies and differentiate strength and market conditions, et cetera. For example, a midstream may want to focus on providing integrated services and gathering, processing, transportation, and distribution markets to be lowest cost, safest, and most customer focused. Okay, so it first starts with the the business strategy. The digital strategy then, or decarbonization strategy, should should really be an offset and included in the business strategy. And I say this because the first starts with strategy, the digital strategy and the supporting enablers really tie these together. It underpins the efficient execution of business and the digital decarbonization strategy. So that's kind of the first part. So the second one is the ability to have layers of analytics where these lower level streaming analytics that are configured at no code digital capabilities uh, uh, by the SMEs really provide quality and contextualized data sets into higher level advanced advanced analytics, such as advanced pattern recognition or AI, machine learning, et cetera, et cetera. And then by directionally pushing that the targets and forecasts back into the streaming analytics. Okay, that's a second and very important quality of these digital enablers. And lastly, is the, the other quality is really the, the formation on, and management of a whole, what I call a holistic digital twin. What I mean by that is that we see digital twin as, as being uh, something that is thrown around, that term is used largely and very loosely. I mean, I think there's still a lot of confusion, but the digital twin in my mind is, is holistic, meaning it is a comprised of a number of sub-twins. For example, the operational twin, the financial twin, commonly found in the financial charts of accounts, or the processor engineering twin, the asset registry twin, HR, et cetera, et cetera. And these need to have orchestration and synchronization, meaning that when you change an asset in one of the sub-twins, it propagates to the other twins. And so, you know, and in short, in summary, that those are the three really strong qualities that I look for in the digital enablers. Craig, are most companies looking at these enablers as part of their digital decarbonization strategy, or do you think it's being looked at more as a separate initiative? Well, I, th- I think many companies are mistakenly looking at decarbonization as more of as a separate initiative with respect to 
not just the physical side of the equation, like you know, adding, you know, re replacing uh, steam drivers or electric electric drivers or upgrading infrastructure, but mainly with respect to their digital uh, digital technologies and integration and support of an overarching digital strategy. I personally feel that decarbonization should have a strong linkage to the overarching digital strategy and leverage the poor digital enablers that I discussed. So how do you get the two sides of the businesses to work more effectively together? And, you know, in order to deploy these enablers and support effective decarbonization efforts? Well, this is the, the having effective uh, ITOT convergence has been a, a longstanding journey. I've been in the industry many years and it's, it's, it's always been kind of a, kind of the holy grail. But I, I do feel that in today's uh, world with the, where technology is, digital technology in particular, I think we ha much ha have a much better way of pulling the IT and OT together and improving the effectiveness of each. And the key to that is, is really using what I call fit for purpose technologies. I, I think in many companies try to use uh, IT technology to solve OT type uh, problems, meaning for example, uh, for example, just taking raw time series data and, and trying to push it up into an IT data lake, which without context or quality or anything like that, you end up being, you end up with a, with a data swamp. And so I believe uh, one of the keys of pulling these two groups together is using this fit for purpose or fit for design uh, digital capabilities. And specifically in the area of OT, it's really using a technology that is really designed from the ground up by engineers and those entities who have worked in OT who understand the nuances and challenges of time series data, such as the volume, velocity, variability, uh, inherent quality or issues, and the value of operational data and the ability to, to empower these the SMEs to use to build out this uh, this OT this smart operational infrastructure that forms a foundation. That is the the OT infrastructure is one. It, it really can integrate, normalize, and abstract across the diverse asset and tag and asset and tag naming conventions, and norm and pull that together with context that provides solid operational data management and to integrate, you know, streaming analytics, events, and notification. That is the foundation for higher level IT advanced analytics, et cetera, et cetera. And so in short, again, the best way I think to get IT and OT effectiveness and convergence is really to have this layers, this powerful OT operational and carbon data infrastructure with streaming analytics with bi-directional integration with solid IT enabled advanced analytics. I think if that can be done, and it is being done in many companies, that's how you get these two groups really to work more effectively together. Craig, is there anything else that makes these digital enablers different from other technologies or strategies that may have been done or started at the beginning of the 21st century? The, the, the continued advancement in you know, analytics, uh, cloud, you know, both either single-tenant or multi-tenant SaaS clouds, computational power, the internet. So you have the, the edge sensors. You, there's now having two strong visualization capabilities, including the connected worker with uh, augmented reality and virtual reality. 
And so, yeah, there is a whole bunch of technology changes that really are, are in, just enabling and empowering uh, companies to really, truly transform itself, um, especially if they are really following a business strategy that's underpinned by digital strategy that is supporting the integration and, and, and development of these three of, of key uh, initiatives, such as operational excellence or business transformation or decarbonization. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a very very uh, exciting time uh, from a digital technology capability with regards to these digital enablers and and the opportunity companies now have that they didn't have at the beginning of the 21st century. Excellent. Well, thank you, Craig. Okay, folks, that wraps up our episode for today. Be sure to subscribe and join us for our next installment. And if you would like to learn more, be sure to check out our sponsored website, www.aviva.com forward slash performance intelligence. That is aviva.com forward slash performance hyphen intelligence. We'll see you next time.